yeah, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Ross Point, the beat time to go. It was 65 yesterday. Today we had snow. Uh, I don't get the weather. I just wear a coat and I'm like, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, oh my! Oh, hold up! Hold up! <laughs> that was actually fresh. Hold up! That was yeah. No, that was that was it right that there. That was pretty clean, dog. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, what better. is up with that, bro? I don't know. Indiana. Every Freaking. intro. You, but it's not Ohio though. What do you mean? It's, it's not, not Ohio. Ohio. It, I'm telling you, bro. I'm Are you about to say Ohio's worse? Are, 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 now, technically, yeah, your water is now, <laughs> and your air. Ain't nobody can breathe or drink anything. Okay, you know we didn't. We were talking whether you. Took <laughs> I was it just so saying. You're talking about. Well, I saw a post that said that this could be like one of the biggest natural disasters. Like, and I'm just like, oh. well, that's a stretch, but it could that's definitely influence oh. the yeah, rest I'm sure, of the nation sure. for yeah, sure. But you didn't have to take it there anyway. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, let's talk about the fact that right that 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 you know there's some politicians out there that were trying to make lesser lesser restrictions for uh you know whether by semi or rail uh for any like cars and chemicals basically they're trying to lessen restrictions to be able to do that and then this goes and happens you're saying you need less mm. that's just me though you know me personally i mean me that personally. just it just blows my mind that uh, they better not get any less restrictions if anything should be more Oh, it's crazy. So many fish have died. So many, so many animals, a bunch of like livestock are dying too. Yeah. Is it? No, it's bad. It's, I I haven't got a, I haven't got a chance to catch up on it. Cause this might sound bad, but like, I, I hate catching up on that stuff. Like I hate getting informed about it. Like it just, it just hurt. It hurts me to the core. I'm just like, it's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. It is. But Hey, guess what? Welcome to feed the sheep. Well, that's right. <laughs> Well, I was going to say we got hope in Jesus. But yeah, that, that's true. Well, that, yeah, it is true. You know, regardless of what's going on in the world around us, mm -hmm. we got hope. The hope in Jesus. Amen. Hey, as you, uh, for, for you listeners, I just want you to know who we're sponsored by today. We're sponsored by uh, Kirkland Animal Crackers and big old gallon of Cool Frost Gatorade. How old is this, you said? It was like August. <laughs> those, dude, those don't have expiration dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if sugar. It, if it's in the, yeah, I mean, if it's in Those the, have expiration dates, but that expires do. in June, yeah, so. I have another big one like that, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, y'all, welcome back to Feed the Sheep. It's your boy, Ross. And it's Cam. What's up? What's up? Hey, we hope you guys have been uh, just living, living large um, on Jesus mm. over the last week. It's easy to fall into the way of the world, I think, with, uh, you know, friends, family, influences. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how easy it is to fall into the ways of this world. I mean, even even me still, like, I, I catch myself sometimes, I'm like, well, shoot, that's, that's completely worldly. Like, what am I doing here? Uh, and then I wonder why I'm, like, anxious and everything. It's like, well, it's that's why. Yeah, you fall into the ways of the world. And you Jeez. fall into you fall into like the ways, the way the ways of like conforming to what people want like from you. Right. Like I was thinking, like same thing for this podcast. I get so I was so because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that's what I love about this podcast is I have been so I I've had I have not had motivation to read like all week. Like it's been so hard for me to like actually sit down and get my word and read. It's been so hard. Like, I've had to, like, fight it, like, push everything, shut everything down. I'm just like, oh, like, why do I not want to read? But then again, I'm like, well, am I reading just so I have material for the podcast? Or, like, mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Or what am I reading for? Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, what am I, am I reading just to find something for this podcast? Yeah. And that's, I was like, because no. I was like, because the why, because I like, what it is, I want to read. It's like, I, my mind was like, we read, find something good for the podcast. You speak on the podcast, then people think the podcast is good. And I love you guys, but like, Ross and I don't care what you guys think. We just, <laughs> we just like, you're it, not wrong. I mean, when it comes to, I mean, when it comes down to it, and like, it's it's funny to say that, but you could love it, love us, hate us. Like we we just want to glorify God in any way we can. Like our prayer before, like no matter what we do, we can do that. And so that's why I was just like, oh, uh, like I'm being honest with that. I, I 
I failed to read a couple of days this week, and I was just I was just like, oh, so stubborn, so drained. I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel terrible. Yeah, I didn't feel equipped to like come here on the podcast. I was like, dude, I shouldn't. You know what I mean? But then again, my you know like me feeling the lack or like us not feeling equipped, like we 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 never arrive. You know what I mean? As Christians, I feel like people think, oh, I'm Christian enough now, or oh, I, I am Christian. You're either Christian or you're not. You're never more Christian than someone else. Like yeah. you never arrived. Like, and you know where you're equipped where you become equipped is like where you lack. And so that's where the Lord can meet you. So. That's good. That's good, bro. I, uh, I heard something kind of on the similar line, similar front was, I forget who it was. I wanted to say Chris Hodges, but I also think it was Craig Rochelle. Mm-hmm. And it was basically talking like about pastors and, uh, like the importance of getting into the word. No, it was Tim Ross. <laughs> Tim, Tim, yeah, no, Ross. Tim, Tim is yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim Ross. He was, he, he laid it down. He's like, he's like, you know, I know so many. He's like, I've, I've known, I've known pastors who they, they get in the word, uh, for their message, but they don't get in the word for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, why you gotta do me like that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I've been there. Like I'm not getting in the word, uh, you know, until it's time for sermon prep day. Mm. And then, and then I'm in the word. I'm like, oh, man, what am I doing? Or I'm just studying when I am in the word. I'm just studying what I'm going to be preaching on here soon. Instead of, you know, everything else that there is, I'm just blown away. And I was just like, yeah, Tim, you got me there. Yeah. I found it best where like maybe if, if I've led, I used to lead Bible study for my football team, my old school, shout out ODU Panthers. Love you guys. Um, me. So sorry, me, Mike and Bart, we, we took turns, like, we would, like, all co-lead. And I found it best that our best studies would come from me just being in my word and whether that would, oh, my gosh, that rang a bell to this to this book. Let's, let's talk about this and found this rather than looking for a study, studying that study and be like, okay, this study's good for us. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was, like, more of just, like, being more intimate, more intentional with it and, like, how God will provide, you know, because I, I was reading something in, whatever chapter Romans. And I was like, this made me think of something in Hebrews. I had, we had a good Hebrew study that I'm just like, you know, but like, it'd be a lot different if I was reading something at John be like, no, this study says right here, I'm reading. It says, John, we have to study this in John and do that. But like, I found like those studies to that, that just naturally unfold are the best ones. That's good. That's good, bro. I, you know, I feel like lately I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, Go ahead. I knew. I do. I literally see you eating it. I just go ahead and say it. Well, hold on. Here's the thing, bro. This isn't even what I talked to you about before we got on. I just like, like the Holy Spirit's tugging on my heart, man. I I feel like we are a, or have been for far too long, a, a a generation who just wants to get, who wants to receive from God who just wants the benefit of God without the relationship with God who who and when I say God I I mean it's the Holy Trinity mm-hmm. Father Son Holy mm-hmm. Spirit mm-hmm. Yeah. okay and the argument of you know we're not going to get into it but the some people's argument that you know the Holy Spirit's not really with us well you're wrong but that's just you know what it is and because of that I like my own sister. I have a sister who, who goes to a church who doesn't really that doesn't really talk on Holy Spirit and the power of it, the authority of the name of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit. Like he sends him as a helper. Like we have a helper at our disposal. I don't even want to say disposal because it makes it sound like just use him, throw him away. Mm. But it, it, Holy Spirit isn't an it; it's a he. Mm. You know, Holy Spirit is he, right? And I think we we worry too much about the world around us, about what people are going to think, and we are missing out on so much. Like, so much freedom, so much healing, so much uh, revival, so much revelation to our lives like dude i have had so many conversations in this last week where i it 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 always comes back to the holy spirit it always comes back to to him and 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 praying over this person or that person 
you know, one is my fiance, another one is my sister, uh, another one is um, a, a guy from from college, from university, another one has been uh, a guy from our young adult group. Like, I've had all these conversations with people, and not every single one of them have has said this or thought this at all. But there are a couple where I've had the conversation. I'm like, hey man, we're not fighting. Like, just realize we're not fighting from a place for victory. We're fighting from a place from victory. Right, yeah. We already have victory. And you need to recognize that if you believe in Jesus, like, if you have a relationship with Jesus, it says it in Scripture, the only way to the Father is through him. Mm -hmm. So you need to have a relationship with Jesus. And with that, there is, you know, you'll get your, 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 justification and, and sanctification which is a continual process mm-hmm. and your salvation and all that stuff but with that we have a helper which is holy spirit and we get to we get to call on his name mm-hmm. anytime we need it with authority mm. we say some weak prayers mm. <laughs> that is so true I wanted to say a bad word. I was convicted. I wanted that is that is so true. We so are true. weak in our prayer life. I I've had like within my own family, I see it. I'm praying, or or they're praying, and not to say don't don't now don't hear me. Like I'm not here judging and saying that your prayers don't matter. Still, God still hears your prayers. But when you're having spiritual warfare, you got to come reckless. Mm. You got to put on the full armor of God and you got to come reckless. The reason there's only one offensive weapon in the armor of God and everything else is defense is because we take on a lot of attacks. And if we don't know our word, mm-hmm. not our word, his word, which is a living word, a never changing word, then we... I mean, we're just taking hits. We're too soft in our prayers. I find it funny how I seem to be most spiritually attacked or spiritually down, like I said, start of the show, when I'm not in my word. Yeah. No, just easy questions. I ask my friends, I'll ask my friends, then I've been out of it, I've been out of it. What was the last time you read? You know, (laughs) Dave, like a couple of days, I'm like, and I'm not calling you out because because I I know I've been there. I'm I'm telling you because I've been there. You know, it's coming from a spot of I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. So I assume you would experience something similar along to that. Like just where we find the the lack of, like you said, no arm. We, we walk in, we, we don't have any armor on. We're not, we're going to the spiritual battle with no armor. Yeah. We're going to spiritual battle with nothing. Right. You know, I mean, he tells us to put on the armor. <laughs> so like we have to armor up. The enemy prowls around like a mm-hmm. roaring lion waiting for something to devour. And Wait, see- waiting for whatever. Yeah, we'll take the slightest. We'll take the the slim, slim, right bit, little bait, glimpse of light, anything. Yeah, whatever. We'll go out of pump fake. I only got the ball in my hand. <laughs> but I just, I mean, people like they they, they they write their prayers out, which is good. I'd write my prayers out too, my prayers. But I will say the the prayers that. I've seen the most effective mm. are the ones when I may be in my car in the shower, uh, like maybe even just walking around my house with worship music playing. And I'm just, I'm just letting the enemy have it because he has for far too long attacked me, attacked my family, my siblings, my parents, my my fiance Kelsey, her family, uh, my friends. I mean, I see it daily. I see it daily. I see the spiritual warfare happening, mm-hmm. and I'm just all I can do is pray. And it's not just Lord, just heal this, dear God. I ask you to heal this person. It's 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 like I'm up in it, bro. I'm like. I am amped up and I'm ready. To, like I, I will, if, 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 if I saw you pray Satan, with hand motions. Yeah, 
I do. I do. And I'm like waving my hands around. And I'm like, I'm like, enemy, you get your hands off of my family right now in the name of Jesus. You have no right. You have no authority here. Mm. I have the ultimate authority on with, with with the blood of Jesus that was poured out over the cross, Father. And I and 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 we're just praying and praying and, and just laying everything out there. Mm. And I think we forget that when we make our requests known to God, it's it's cool to say it once, but if we are continuing to pray it, mm. it's not just so He can continue to hear it. But it's to remind the enemy that we ain't going nowhere. You don't have authority over this. This 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 is not something that you have control over. And I just we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it's just time, bro. It's time for us to wake up. Speaking of waking up, what's been going on in the world right now? Asbury. Revival. Revival. Like I said, as I mean, there, there's two. It's so easy. Ross and I were talking. Ross and I, I it's funny because Ross and I will like, <laughs> we'll talk minimally throughout the week because we talk, we talk here. <laughs> because the problem is if we talk during the week, yes. we would lose everything. Right, right, right. So we were talking here. And obviously, like, if you're a follower of Christ, you, you can't ignore what you have been seen done in Kentucky at Asbury University. You can't ignore it. You can't, you can't ignore. Even the world can't ignore it. Right. There's no, Bro. like, no, no one can. No one can ignore what's They're going trying. on. Yeah, you can. It, that won't last too long, though. <laughs> And what Ross was saying earlier is because I, I I have been straying away from like social media and the in the aspect of like news or or updates or you it's usually just word of mouth of my friends and then if it comes to that I'll look into it so I haven't really been hit but I've just been in like prayer and just Thanksgiving really for just all that he's done if there's a revival going on in Nasbury why can't he bring it to Anderson so just yep. like more of just I, so I but what Ross was telling me is that a lot of people you know. Churches tearing down churches is what you said. Yeah. And then you're like. The church tearing down the church. So me and Ross are talking and Ross is like, I, stop, I got to hit record. <laughs> we got to start it up. Because we're over here talking before it's even on record. And it's getting good. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's heating up. And it's, good, it's getting good. And I just think that it's so easy. And I've told, I've told people this in whether it's conversations about different political views, different beliefs. It's so easy to counter and play devil's advocate for anything. It's yeah. so easy. It's the easiest thing ever. You could you could just take one piece. There's um, the what ifs never stop. The whys never stop. So it's so easy to counter and play devil's advocate for whatever the case may be. So you can just say, well, w- w- what if they're just doing this and what if they're just doing that? Then why would it lead to this? Why would it lead to that? Those could go on eternally. They would never stop because it's easy to do. Yeah. It's an easy thing to do. So Ross, go ahead and update them because, like I said, I'm not I'm not hip. I'm not hip to what's going on, so Bro. you listeners are going to be learning just the same time as me what's going on. Okay, so, you know, if you're a follower of Jesus, um, then you probably know what's going on. If you're not a follower of Jesus, I'm glad you're listening. Um, we're going to keep it real. But uh, so so Asbury revival, there was actually a revival that happened there in the 70s, too. Um, I haven't read too much into that one, but the one that's present it just it just kind of tack honestly kind of tackled tacks on to the kind of what we talked about last week with uh Jeremiah how he was too young like so many people count out these these this gen well technically they're gen z now uh these universities and uh young adults and it goes to show that young adults don't they don't need production they don't need sure it's fun to go and and jump around and and you know have fun with friends you know, we worship, but what's going on in Asbury basically last Wednesday. So 10 days ago, uh, because it's Friday right now when we're recording and you guys are listening on Monday. So by that time it'll be 13 days. So anyways, uh, we, it, it started just as a basic you know, chapel. I think it, I think it was a basic chapel, just like yeah. how Anderson has chapel. Yeah. Right? Just a basic chapel. And then it just kept going and it was small to start. But, bro, Louis Giglio's been there. Jenny Allen's been there. I mean, that's just two of many greats who have had to see it for themselves because it was so great. And 
it started at Asbury, and then it's moved to um, Cedarville. Is started I think on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday in Ohio, and then there's another one in Ohio that also, but it's a it it's also a a, a Christian university. I don't know the name of it. I can't remember. Um, and then there's one down in Alabama now, and it's just spreading. And people are going to visit Asbury, which is cool. And I, I mean, I would go visit. But let's just use this as a time to be like, hey, this is what's going on in Asbury. Uh, let's let's just piggyback off of it. That's what these other universities are doing. And these universities, presidents, are straight up. They're just, hey, don't worry about attendance. We want like we want we we want you to be there. We want you to sit in the presence of God. They don't have lyrics going. They don't have smoke screens. They don't have lights. They don't like the all the lights are on. Not like there's no lights that are even off. And they have a cajon, an acoustic guitar, and a and a piano, maybe an organ, depending what you know where you're at. And it's just that. And people are just praising God, sitting in the presence of God, praying, weeping. And just sitting there and experiencing that. And I think it's absolutely remarkable what's happening, especially for this generation, bro, because this generation, I've been saying it for like three, four years now. You, they cannot count us out. They're trying. They're trying to take us out and influencing us. It ain't happening. Yeah. the one I think the one thing, like you said, is super cool is just how, is just how raw – like, just how raw, not to say, like, lights or smoke machines or, you know what I mean? Like, not to say, like, not to just yeah. completely pound on it. No, like, no, no. no this is how no. not should it be. But I think it's super cool. I think it's super cool to see just how authentic, not saying it's not authentic, but, like, it just feels, it's a different way. It's just different yeah. when it hits. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. We were both at Passion, mm-hmm. and people listening have probably been in Passion. If not Passion, then Revision. And, and you've uh, heard you've either heard of passion or yeah too, and I'm sure you. And have. they got lights, they got smoke screens, they got production, they got the whole deal. But there's something about them, even on that stage, it's so authentic. And I know they go perform other places, but it's something different about passion. And you and I could both attest, spirits moving. He is moving. I feel right at, I mean, I close my eyes just to listen to, to people worshiping, to praising God, praying. And I just feel like I'm right there at the, at, the, at, the, at the foot of the throne in his presence. And then vice versa, I could go sit in a living room with my friend Morgan playing guitar with like four or five other people. And worship. Shoot, even when we were sitting in line at Passion when we met. That was we were just vibing and singing and it was worship. That's fine. I found something I found something with worship. My friend, um, my friend Riley Payton goes to school in Oral Roberts. I remember she posted and it stuck with me. She posted this like a year ago. She posted this about a year ago, and I think it was on a story, and she said, Are we worshiping worship? Like the the Ooh. like the ideal of worship in itself. Like, are we just do we just love the idea of worship? Is that yeah. it? Like, it's sort of like, is it just Christian karaoke? Yeah. Is it? Do we just associate that? And I mean, there have been times where I had to look back and I had to question myself. I was like, dang, like, because I was like, that could be me. Like, I used to get so stuck on going to churches or going. I'm like, well, if the worship's not good. I'm not there. Mm. But then again, what what makes the worship good? Is it is it who's singing or the one we're singing to? Yep, bro, preach. What what come make, on now? That what makes worship? I mean, I remember coming. I came to Anderson, and a few people were like, "Oh yeah, have fun at chapel, dude. The the worship there, it's not good." And I was like, "What? It doesn't, you know, like I just said, like it doesn't. Whoever's singing, you know, who who are we singing to? It's who we're singing to that makes yeah. worship good. Me and you, who can't sing a lick at all." If me and you were just start humming and singing, so like I break out to a song, start singing, and who's ever listening, he can just start breaking out to it, start singing. That's that's worth because like it's it's about the intention of our hearts of who we have. Like mm-hmm. we're not trying, where everyone's so caught up on just making the room pleased, pleasing the room around with worship, 
And I think they associate with because what it is, you go to these churches who maybe have lights or maybe have smoke machines or whatever. And there's like the, it's like a pregame. Yeah. It's like a pregame. You know, and and it gets now their body's feeling a certain way, their mind's feeling a certain way. And I remember, I, I wrote this down. Da- I wrote this down because it's been, it's been, it's been on my mind for a while, and I didn't really know how. I just wrote it down. I didn't know when I would associate it or how if it'll even associate to anything on here. But I wrote this down. Um, I was praying Thursday in Morrison basement, Morrison prayer basement at like ten forty-five Thursday or it was Wednesday night, I believe. And I just wrote this down, and it stuck. I was like, that was pretty cool. It says, I don't have to feel anything for God to do everything. I don't I don't know. Bro. I don't have to feel anything for God to do everything. That's so good. So good. That reminds me of a, a thing. I shared it on my story the other day. And it was, it was like, it was convicting. It was... Who are you? How do you act when you don't feel the presence of God? And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is so good. Because no one wants to talk about that. No, no. And bro, what? Like, ideally, yes, we feel the presence of God all the time, but we are sinful." Broken humans living in a very, very broken world. And it we fall. We fall. And when we fall, we naturally we pull away. Mm-hmm. And I, people think, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk with Jesus and everything's gonna be great. Mm. And then you realize it's not. And you're like, oh. This is awkward. <laughs> I'm actually more tempted than than ever. Yeah. I've been more tempted than ever. I've been more, I've been angry. I've been quick to, to get mad and quick to judge people. Now, it, yeah. it, it, sometimes I, I have an ego check sometimes. I'm so quick to judge, so quick to. So much. Just call out and so quick to put my new Christian perspective on everything. Yeah. I'm so quick to throw that out there now. Bro. I think kind of getting back to what you said earlier, the we were talking about the revival, and the purpose of that was because we talked about the church tearing down the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you brought up, church tearing down the church, yeah. And I, I think the enemy is within the church in people like he, he he's taken over people's lives he's taken over churches because the church does more harm to the church than those outside cuz we so many people are picking apart the imperfections of the church mm-hmm. But the church is the people, and the people are broken and sinful. Mm. The church, Tim Tebow said this, the church isn't a museum full of perfect people. The church is a hospital for the sick that need healing. And the only healer is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we talk about uh, the revival. And Asbury, and I saw on Facebook there's like an Asbury revival group page and I was scrolling through it and there were posts and comments in there about how, Oh, this is just manufactured because there's a schedule of things and this and that and yada, yada, yada. And they're not allowing everybody in. And it's like, (laughs) so, so easy to play devil's advocate. Yes. We're talking about people who haven't been, uh, my guess is. Yeah. Uh, they just see pictures. Yeah. They're like, see pictures, see videos. Yeah. they're like, oh, I saw a post that said, oh, you're you're withholding the Holy Spirit because you don't have a, sh- a video stream going, a live stream going. It's like, no, because that wasn't their first thought of, oh, revival's happening. Let's Holy Spirit's moving. Let's get it on the camera. No, because yeah. what happened in the 70s? They had freaking newspapers. Mm. 
probably had cameras too, but it had to go into production. <laughs> Not video camera. Yeah, I think so. We'll have, to fact, had to go we'll have to fact check that. It had to go into production and all that stuff. So it wasn't immediate. We're so used to having everything at the tip of our hands or at the tip of our fingers that when we don't get it, we're just shooting whoever is in our way. And we do more damage towards the church and towards the name of God by tearing apart the church in that way. Can we just glorify him and all that he's doing it's right so now much in this easier. moment, in this generation? It's so much easier. <laughs> it's so much easier to, glor- to glorify the good works that you see. It's so much easier to do that. Do you know how much effort it takes? Do you know how much effort it takes to be, how much effort it takes to be upset? Oh, bro. That so takes much so more. much effort. I used to hold grudges over people. And it was to the point where if I saw a certain person or a certain thing or someone brought up a certain name, the amount of the amount of brain power it took me to go back to think about what happened, to let it resonate, and then to me now feeling upset, that takes so much more effort than to just be like, uh, bro. And that unforgiveness that we hold in a heart. That, that, that a lot of everyone. Oh my gosh. Heart, yeah. It tears you up apart. I speak personally. I was I was I was, I was, I, I dated this girl in high school, went into college dating her. She cheated on me for like a year and I didn't realize it, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and that like sucked. Okay. In the moment. And from that hurt that I had and that unforgiveness I had, I just went and disrespected every woman I knew. And it, it wasn't like, I didn't realize it at the time. I mean, I do now, and I've and I've had to, and I've repented for all that and, and everything. But like, we do so much damage towards others and those around us, towards the church, whatever, just because of our own hurt, mm. our choice of we'd rather not give, we'd not, rather not extend forgiveness mm-hmm. because. We're letting them go when they need to feel that I am not forgiving them and they'll just, it'll eat at them. No, it's yeah. Right. They, they've already forgotten about it. They don't care. I I hate to break to you, but they don't care. I mean, from your story personally, like forgive, if you forgive someone, it saves you a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of emotion. Yes. So much, dude. so much emotion, so much effort, so oh much time. Gosh. If you just choose to forgive, to get so just much get, freedom. Yes, yes. Because now, now you're bound to that situation, that person, that idea. That now, whatever mood you're in, or whatever you're doing, or whatever has come your way, if this slightest thing, or you glimpse that person walking across the street, or you run into a a photo that someone shared because I blocked them on everything. I never want to see him again, but your one best friend from three years ago ran into him and posted a picture on Facebook. And now you're like, Oh my gosh, now everything has come back. I am so like, you were just, but you were perfectly, now your whole, now your whole day stone off. If maybe, if not your week, now you'll never go that direction to this grocery store ever again. You changed your whole route for this one person, for this one thing, for this one. Seriously. It just, it's mind blowing. And we use it as an excuse for why we do the things we do. Like I, I did that obviously, but I mean, I have family members who, who openly like they'll speak words of death over themselves. And, and, and I know that there is some truth here, but you know, it's because like my sister, she speaks words of death over herself and it's because she heard my mom do that to herself. So I get that. That's fair. But then she, you know, blames how my dad was as to, you know, maybe why she feels the way she does towards men or whatever. My dad and I never got along growing up, ever. And he it was a performance-based love. That's no news. Like, everybody, you know, in my life has heard me talk about it. And... I'm not out here just putting family on blast. Right, we but love it's just you, my experience. And, you know, every other one of us, every other, I'm the youngest of six, every other kid had the same dad. But we all took different routes. Mine was drugs, alcohol, and women. 
and yours is sloth choosing you know the 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 uh one of the seven deadly sins sloth mm-hmm. choosing to be lazy mm-hmm. gluttony i mean all this stuff and we blame it on our the things that have happened to us but it's our life there's it comes a point where we have to just take ownership and say you know life really isn't all about what happens to us it's like 10% of what happens to us 90% of how we react when we talk about you t- you saying it's it, it saves so much more time and emotion to just forgive okay well, that seems easy let's do that mm-hmm. i wish i'd have known that a right. long time ago forgiveness man it's not always easy it's though it's not and that's the thing it's not cuz as as us as us people we 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 want the easy way out i i i fall victim to that if there is a shortcut to do anything let me know i will be the first one there <laughs> I will be the first well, one. Technically, to, second. If, if it's somebody's telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will. If there is a shortcut, I will free everything I was doing, <laughs> and I will do whatever it is to accomplish that shortcut. And that's is when it comes to forgiveness. It it starts with like what like speak speak that you can speak life into that as well. Yep. You can speak life into because because people will be like, oh, I forgive them, but then speak death over, not like. Death, but like speak still like down to them yeah. over them. But guess what? That's still doing to you consciously. You're you're still they're still eating that up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can just speak life over any situation. We're talking. We're doing this thing, and we have meetings for football. And he was just like, coach is just like, stop saying stupid stuff. That's all. He did. That's it. Just stop saying stupid stuff. Stop calling each other dumb, ugly. Even if you're messing around. Even if you're messing around, just stop saying stupid stuff. Just try to speak life into everything. Try to speak life into everything. And he pulled out, I think it was in, was it was it Proverbs? Like life or death, tongue, right? Isn't that in Proverbs? Yeah. Isn't there a few times? Yeah. And it's just like, stop saying that. Stop saying stupid stuff. Kelsey Kelsey has this saying, and I'm going to butcher it, that she says to her <laughs> she's girls. She's going to be like, she's going to listen to it and be like, that is not what I said. <laughs> Bro, no, no, no. She says this to her girls. Uh, she's, she's a, a girls basketball coach. She's a G. She's a baller. Anyways, she, she says, like, when they're complaining, and she says something along the lines I'm of... I'm waiting for you. <laughs> she says something along the lines of, you better go talk to that wall because that's the only thing you're allowed to tear down here or something like that. I completely butchered that. <laughs> but basically, the whole idea... You get, you get, yeah, the yeah, whole idea yeah, is yeah, like, hey, you can complain, but... I don't want you to complain to your teammates. Mm. If you're going to complain, go complain to the wall mm. because when you're complaining to your teammates, it's going to tear them down. It's going to mm. tear you down. I don't want you to do that. You can go tear the wall down though. That's good. Now that's the, I that's the that. idea. I need that. Me as an elementary educator appreciates the analogy. If you would. Yeah. That helps me out. But don't quote me on the actual phrase. Don't quote phrase. you <laughs> on whatever the phrase is. Uh-oh. We will have to bring her here just for that phrase. Oh, or we'll have to have written, have her send a voice text, and then we'll play the voice text. <laughs> like, this is what it was. I'll text her. I'll text her. Yeah, text her right now. Actually, I'm just going to call her. Yeah. Good, good. Even better. Live. This is it. I hope she she, she, better, she better answer. I was just about to say she better answer. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Hey, hey, baby. It's it's Ross and Cam. You're, What's up? We had to call you because we're recording an episode. And <laughs> what's the phrase that you tell your girls when they're complaining about going to, like, talk to a brick wall or something? Oh, I tell them that if they want to complain, go find a brick wall. That's the only thing that they can't bring down with them while they're complaining. There, that's what it is. That's you can damage people. You can bring other people down with you, but a brick wall is it's solid and it'll stay standing. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You got the spot. You're on the podcast right now. Go ahead. Yeah, that's you are you. alive, by the way. <laughs> but oh I, 
I tried saying it, and I was I wasn't that, too far no, off. that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. No, what you said was actually like now that she cleared it up. Either way, either way is good. Tomato, yeah. tomato. But he was close. He, he I was close. He, we we would have to replay, but I, from you saying that into what Ross said, it was really close. Okay. <laughs> See, I listen, babe. Look at you. I'm proud of you. All right, I love you. All right, I love you too. All right, so see, not too bad. Not too bad at all. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness she answered. Because we would have had to go off. Oh, uh, what I said. Yes. Oh, geez. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's so easy for us to fall into that. Speaking of death. Because mm. the world around us does. Yeah. The world around is so quick. Like We're I said, so it's, like I'm gonna keep bouncing back to it until you guys. I'm telling you guys, sit back and realize how easy it is to play devil's advocate because how easy everyone plays it. Everyone's being the devil's advocate. Everybody's saying, "Oh, but why this? But why that?" Everyone wants to counter the good. Everyone wants to find something a nick and a cranny instead of just because if everyone's celebrating the good, and that looks kind of suspicious. So there must be something wrong. Why? Because that's how social media and the world and has trained our minds. That's exactly how we are. Is that there's too much good? Oh, dude, something's up. You know what I mean? You ever walk? Mm. I walked to the classroom. I walked to my classroom once, and there was pizza boxes on the table. I'll never forget that. I was in high school, and I was like, "What is going on?" And our our, our teacher who hated us. I'm not gonna say her name. She was in there. I paid by the table, and I was like, "Dude, this is too good to be true." And hey, I was auntie. like, "Dude, something happened. Either." She's trying to counter for something she did, or this and that. Like, but instead of me just being like, "Let's go, hey, we got pizza and bio, let's go." Speaking of bio, they were empty, empty boxes. That's the thing, but we we didn't check them. We thought something was up. Anyway, I so felt you didn't even get pizza. No, we did. The boxes oh. were not empty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> no, it was just I'm saying that from what was good, I was still over here trying to figure yeah, out, yeah. dude. There was something yeah. up. There was something that's bad. Speaking of bio, though, this goes out to all. My college students out there, shout out to inner city diversity anatomy class, whose class average was a 54 on your anatomy exam. <laughs> shout out to <laughs> me and my buddies in my bio 1000 class that got, uh, I think, lower than a 60, I think a 58. <laughs> Guess what? You don't need a degree to go to heaven. Let's go. <laughs> you were over the class average at least. I don't know. I don't know what our class average was for bio. I just remember you said fifty four. That's that was the anat- that was the anatomy class that's downstairs. Now oh, I got a okay, okay. The anatomy class. <laughs> <laughs> D's get degrees, dog. Not anymore. C's C's do. Really? Yeah. D's don't get degrees anymore. Oh, okay. Well, C's to get degrees. Yeah, C's get degrees. <laughs> dude, first off, bio sucks, dude. I didn't take it. Last time I took it was freshman year of high school. And I actually had a uh, friend of mine do all my homework for me, and I still failed because I wasn't doing the homework. So when I take the test, I bomb them. Yeah, that makes sense. But that was yeah, freshman year yeah. high school. Yeah, that would add up. I'm in junior college, taking my bio credit, just trying to make it through, man. Just trying to get that. Just trying to get that grade. I, I told my parents I was like, uh, "What's it called? Dean's list this year is looking too promising." <laughs> so don't don't go. Bro, you want to hear a funny <laughs> story? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Dean's list. All right, here's the deal. I went to university, uh, Indiana State, Roll Trees, and we're the Indiana State Sick Awards. Yeah. Okay. So Roll Trees. How far is that from here, by the way? <laughs> it's like an hour 40. Okay. Hour and a half, probably. Um, Terre Haute, Indiana, meth capital of the world. Uh, my freshman year, I completely bombed the, the first semester. I mean, like two... Nope, like one nine, one point nine GPA yeah, yeah, first semester. <laughs> it wasn't the fact that I was struggling. I just, I, I. That's when I first started experience, experience anxiety and panic attacks. But then I, I mean, I wasn't walking with the Lord, so like I would just go party, right? Yeah, and, and you know, drink a bunch and you know, be good. Uh, well, anyways, completely bombed it, <laughs> and I knew if my parents found out. They wouldn't let me go back second semester. And so I forged. <laughs> I wrote my own Dean's List letter 
forged it, forged a signature, whole shebang. All right. And I mailed it to my parents this and gave terrible. it to them for Christmas. And they let me go back. This is and terrible. then they and then I got academically dismissed after the second semester because nothing <laughs> changed. And then they found out what actually happened. And Do they still have that letter? Probably. <laughs> Bro, we need to get that letter. Tell mom to whip up some more chili and uh, we bring up that letter. I bro. don't know. But anyway, as long as we're short, yeah, I got academically dismissed and then uh, went back to university uh, after a semester. And I actually did get Dean's List that time. And I showed them the real letter. <laughs> but, yeah. No, that was real. How, how like, if we're talking, we're talking. That's who I was, bro. Like you, it could have passed. Like if 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 you were getting to the club underage, your dean's list letter would have passed for a fake ID. They would have let you in. Like it was that close to a real one. Yeah, it was clutch. It was a, my fake ID. Also in college, was actually my brother's. We looked a lot alike, and so it was actually a real ID. And I dropped it uh, on campus one time. I, well, I, I dropped my wallet and I had my ID and my brother's ID. Mm-hmm. They were like, your brother has to come pick up his ID. I was like, he goes to Purdue. He ain't even here anymore. So they ended up letting me take it. But they were like, this is suspicious. I'm like, well, you're right, because I used it as fake. But it was real. Yeah. It just wasn't me. Anyways, we're that's my old life, bro. That's I'm serious. Yeah. These are just things that are just like randomly coming up. Uh-huh. But it just goes to show the goodness of God. And he can use anybody. Like we were talking last week. I mean, all these things. I, I, I was like 25 of these things at one point in my life. And and he has just completely redeemed everything. Uh, I'm not a perfect man by any means, but I have a far greater understanding of my purpose. One one word that I've been, it's, it's a phrase that I've been saying now for probably the, since I came to Anderson. And just it's it's just me letting go. It's just me letting go. I've been saying this for a while, but I've, it's just, I just say, watch him work. Mm. Him is in the Lord, but I will send that text. I will just say it. I would just be like, at the end of the day, watch him work. Cause I can't watch like me and you're talking, you're like, eh, can't watch this, but I'm over here still doing something. What do I need to do in order to watch? I need to give it all up. Yeah. I need to stop oh, whatever good. I'm doing. And you know, just, I've been saying it to my friends, just as words of encouragement, been saying it to myself, just watch him work. You know what's funny? Uh, I would I would compare like our faith is comparable, like your faith to God and my faith to God is is comparable, because when I tell the story of like you in the hospital, you say you don't know my God, you must not know my God. Yeah, it just speaks volumes of your faith. And then and then me uh, lately over over the last like probably year year and a half, I've I've like actually upset people. By the amount of faith that I have, mm. which is weird, mm-hmm. but people are like, they they just don't. They're like, what you know, you're so positive or optimistic, blah blah. blah. I said, like, no, I just got faith, and they're all just like, well, you need to have it. You need you know you need to plan for if this happens, and I'm like, no, I don't because I know that God's gonna come through, and that's why like that. When we think of faith and we talk about prayer, that completely shapes your prayer, mm. completely shapes your prayer life. How much faith do you actually have? I got a word. We do Saturday morning prayers mm. here every Saturday, 8 a.m., 8 to 9 uh, a.m. And Life Church Pendleton here, Indiana, Pendleton, Indiana. Anybody's welcome, anytime. And... Um, there was a gal who, who who came up to me. She said, she said, Pastor, I got a word for you. I said, okay. And I have a strong, hard, fast rule. No talking or praying over others, like directly during prayer. Okay. This is a time to sit in right. the presence yeah, of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she came up to me, which she always waits till the end. But this day I was really like, oh, my heart. I had, I'd been, like I had burdens on my heart. And she came up to me, shared this thing. She said, I got a word. I said, okay, what is it? I said, desperate. I said, okay. I said, how desperate are you? It's like, oh, tell me more. It's like, think of the woman who 
was bleeding and just touched the hem of the garment. She was so desperate to touch him, touch the hem of the garment, of his garment, to receive that healing that she went like beyond what she could do, right? But the desperation got her there. So she, so she goes, that makes me ask the question, how desperate are you for your church? How desperate are you for your friends? How desperate are you for your family? How desperate are you for your marriage? Like all this stuff. How desperate are you? And I just like, that's been on my mind for like last month. It was probably about three, three or four weeks ago. So like consistently, it just comes back like in my prayer time, like desperation. How desperate am I just for, a for God? How desperate am I? How far am I willing to go? Is there a such thing as too far in my life when it talks about sitting in the presence of God, talking to him? Is there a such thing as too far in my mind? How desperate am I? And I'm just like, that's just like, it continues to convict me. It's like, am I desperate enough? And it's completely altered my prayer life too as well. Um, Cause I pray desperately now, passionately, uh, loudly, uh, but desperately. Cause like you said earlier, our prayers are weak, man. I'm <laughs> prayers have been weak. I, we're I, speaking from us. Like yeah, we've yeah. had, we've, we've had, had some weak prayers, prayers for sure. Still for sure. I, I, I mean, Here's the thing. I'll say not every single prayer needs to be, right. you know, pounding the table, passionate. When we're told to pray without ceasing, it's throughout our day. So, like, as something happens, that good. I'm just like, thank you, God. You're good. That's it. Continuous gratitude, continuous prayer. I mean, yeah. like you said, you're uh, sometimes the best prayers that we run into that we find is, I find my best prayers when I'm stressed leaving a classroom, when I'm and to the cafeteria when I'm going back to my room, when I'm making my bed in the morning, like that's when the prayer hits me. And I'm just like, whatever curiosity, whatever I have in my head, I'm just going to give it to you right now. Yeah. And it just, mm, prayer, dude, it's good. It's, it's, I, I will say I've been told to be quiet <laughs> when I'm praying sometimes. Like, if I'm just in my room, because I'm at my parents' now, Kelsey's living at our house, and, like, I wake my I woke my mom up <laughs> at, like, four in the morning. She was not having it. <laughs> She's like, are you okay? She comes in, and I'm just, like, prostrate on the ground. Right. Like, just weeping because of God, like, and what he's doing, and, and just desperation. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm like yeah, I'm just praying. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. You? you good? So like You're good, I'm good. We're good. Yeah. It's just funny. And it's I here's the thing, I'll say this. I'm not saying this to say that I have it all figured out or that I know best. And we're not saying you're like if your prayers aren't like screaming hands yeah, yeah. over the uh, No no, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not saying your yeah. prayers don't matter. It's more of an encouragement. Like we get so comfortable in our routines sometimes it's good to switch them up especially our prayer routines maybe or the just the way we pray the way we worship and just switching things up because i feel like when we get comfortable it's when we like when we're stagnant or when we get comfortable is when we get stagnant in our faith because it's just like oh check when we get comfortable then it becomes we're just checking boxes off and i just don't want that I don't want that for you guys. I don't want that for us. I mean, we've been there. It, it's we're not saying this, and we still get there. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, and yeah. We still fall into that. Yeah, we do for sure. So if you're hearing this, I do, I just don't want you to be like, oh, these guys got to figure it out. If man. you think that, if you're listening <laughs> to this and you're like, man, Cam and Ross got to figure it out. That's one Sorry thing. That's one thing. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's one thing that you will never get out of here. And it may sound like we got to figure it out. And maybe there are some things that we understand better, but it's through failure. <laughs> through trial <laughs> and error. More likely. <laughs> That's just kind of what it is. I don't know, man. I just, I'm excited. I'm excited for the revival is happening. Pray that it continues to just spread across this nation. There's no coincidence that a revival is happening 
at the same time as these Chinese balloons and the 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 Ohio train accidents and everything else going on in the world the, with the wars and all this stuff like there's no, I, there's no such thing as coincidences okay first and foremost but these revivals man that are that are spreading across our universities for our young adults it just shows us and and confirms for me this generation ain't done they don't need all the lights and production. Sure, it's fun for them, but they don't need it. And just to see their hearts just pour out, and it gives hope when we see all these other things in the world that can take our hope away. Mm. It's easy when we read about it, be like, grow fearful. Mm. But then we see what's happening at these universities and in our towns and churches and everything else and we're just like filled with hope jesus is our only hope yes the revival man that's the thing revival revival <laughs> you don't got a pregame for it they got a pregame for revival you don't have to feel anything for him to do everything mm. Mm. look at that on like a what word bumper sticker a car such a word <laughs> i love that bro hey how desperate are you how desperate are you guys man Hey, just what I just want to. We did this last week, actually, where where you kind of prayed out, and in season one, season two, I prayed in and prayed out mm-hmm. live, but I just didn't feel like that was really necessary this season because I just want to flow mm. with the Spirit wherever He leads. Spirit, lead me. Mm. Yeah, that's worship. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Mm. And I would say that it's time to take your life back. If you're listening today, we talked about a lot of different things, but I will say one thing. It is time to take back your life it is time to quit making excuses for the things that have happened to you for the past hurts that you felt not to say that 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 they're you know invalid emotions are very valid but it's time to quit using it as an excuse to how you live your life and it's time to claim victory over your life and I just want to take a moment because I feel like when this gets out, somebody's going to be listening that doesn't know Jesus. Okay? And if that is you and you have the courage to kind of, you know, extend the answer that it is you, then we'll, you know how to find us. You find us on Instagram, more than likely. Uh, mine's my my tags Ross dot M dot Steel underscore Cam underscore Todd underscore. <laughs> there we go. Um, but I just want to give this opportunity. If that is you, stop what you're doing, unless you're driving on the interstate. But just cut off the distractions, and just focus, and ask him, ask God. Just verbally say, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to know in this season? And where do you want me to go? And I know that he will provide that answer to you. Whether it's directly verbally to you, it's an audible answer, or somebody in your life will give you that answer. He's going to use them. And all I have to say as we go out is actually what Cam already said, and I'm going to have you repeat it. But, about about uh, you don't have to feel anything for God to do everything. 